I'm going to start with uh, the last month that I was taught. I'm just going to kind of walk through it because it, it entails the same, same lesson that I'm going to be talking about tonight. Matthew chapter 14, and uh, I will begin reading at verse 22, uh, and I'll be reading down to verse 31. Amen. And Verse number 32, excuse me. And straightway Jesus constrained the disciples to get in a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone, but the ship was now in the midst of the seas, tossed with waves and from winds was contrary. And in the fourth watch, amen, of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. Amen. And then we went down, and, and, and Peter said, they, they, were, they were fearful. And Jesus said, It's me, be not afraid. Now, I, we talked about the I am all of the last this, this lesson. But when Jesus, when, when he saw the wind, excuse me, let me just start reading verse 29 and he, 28. And Peter answered and said unto the Lord, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee walk on, the, on the water. And Jesus, he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Amen. To go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And uh, this, this we're, we're talking about questions that Jesus asked. And this is just the question of this whole scenario. So we covered, we covered the uh, Jesus. And let me first of all say to you if, you, if you can put your mind to thinking many, 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 and most of the times, there is a reason why Jesus was doing what he was doing. He had a purpose in uh, sending the, sending the he sent the multitude away, but he had a purpose in sending the disciples away. And, uh, and I'm sure that they were kind of questioning why, why we're, we're supposed to be following him and he, he's, not, he's not even going with us. Uh, and here was a storm and so forth that Jesus was, he had a purpose in that. He had a purpose in waiting until the fourth watch. He had a purpose coming walking on the water. He had a purpose, I think, we could say when Peter said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come walking on the water. And Jesus said, come on. And Peter was walking by faith. Peter walked, was walking by faith. 
but he had some distractions. And Jesus, Jesus just uh, spoke to him. Amen. Oh, ye of little faith. Your, your, your faith didn't help you get to the destination. And we're going to talk about faith tonight. Faith. And it's the substance of things hoped for. It's, it's what, what Peter was really wanting, I guess. He was he wanting to walk on the water, but he allowed the circumstances to, when he saw the, saw the problem situation. I don't know. I have no idea at everyone why they cannot live for God and keep on living for God. Amen. After they know he is the only hope for salvation. It's faith. Somewhere their faith gets in the flesh rather than keeping the spirit. Their faith gets into what we can accomplish on this earth and good, good health. Good health sometimes is not the best way to have faith. You want me to take that back? Your faith is going to be tried or exercised, amen, just like your muscles are sometimes, I think, to, to keep, you, uh, keep you walking, amen. Peter started walking by faith, but his faith failed him. O ye of little faith, amen, why did you doubt? Don't be afraid, Jesus said, verse number 27. Don't be afraid. But that didn't stop their fears. Jesus loves you, but that don't stop sometimes your situations. And I've heard people, why did God let this to happen? Well, you need to find out. Because he probably had a reason. And that's why I think sometimes we need to start thinking of why that he did what he did to these disciples. It's supposed to be a faith-building situation, but they had a faith-failing situation. Hello out there? Amen. Amen. Peter, he, this is not the only time that he ever opened his mouth without thinking. And uh, that's, that's probably some of us too, huh? Hello? You know, if, if, you, saw, if you saw something coming at you, 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 you'd automatically throw up your arm, you know, dodge, and, and then human, don't even think about it. it just, it's just a natural thing. Some people's got a natural tongue. They talk without thinking. Amen. Amen. O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Now, Jesus said here, why were you doubting? Thomas? 
why, why do we doubt things that God has promised us? Amen. Uh, I got it right down here. In country terms, Jesus was asking, why did you lose your faith and started doubting in the midst of your greatest trial? That's where our faith fails us sometimes when God is really wanting to show his power and glory to us. Ain't nobody but Jesus and Peter walked on the water. And Peter didn't do a good job of it because right in the middle of it, he, uh, he began to sink. Amen? Amen? And before we leave tonight, I'm going to pray that we can get a grip on the work of the faith in our lives. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 10. Now, don't, I did not say that I'm going to give you everything or cause, I mean, this Bible is all it is is a faith book. All it is is a faith book. He that believeth in me. Amen. These signs shall follow them that believe. The signs are not following. There is not belief. Amen. I want to look at Romans, the 10th chapter. And we'll begin reading at the 16th verse. Uh, and we'll just kind of have a few things. I just want to share a few things, a few scriptures with us, quite a few scriptures today, tonight, that somehow will... Increase our faith to trust in the Lord. And the best thing, let me just tell you right now, the best thing I think you can do is always ask, why is this happening? Or what is, what is Jesus or what is God trying to do with me? Amen. Because uh, if we can ever learn what, what lessons God's trying to teach us, we can pass. We can pass the uh, test. Amen. Romans chapter ten, verse sixteen says it like this: "But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah said, Lord, whom shall believe our report? So then, faith cometh by hearing, but hearing by the word of God. But I say, have you? Have they not heard? This is Paul talking to the Roman." Church, have they not heard? Yeah, they've heard. Verily, their, their sound went out into the, to the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. And I say, did not Israel know? First Moses' faith, or saith, excuse me, I was provoked you to jealousy by them that are no people and by the foolishness, foolish nations, I will anger you. God was trying to awaken the children of Israel. The problems with the children of Israel was the persecution was not bad enough for them to want to get out of it. You know, you, you, uh, can, I, can I say that? Yeah. For the, for the plagues that first struck the Egyptians, the children of Israel had those same plagues. 
at the start. And they, he, he, in other words, um, someone said it was like the eagle. I don't know. I've heard preachers preach about the eagles. The eagle gets its feathers good, and you know, it's about ready to fly with the eagle just, the old mama eagle just knocks him out of the nest. And I heard of a man threw his wife out, out in, the, in, in, the, in the lake one time. He said, you ain't going to swim. You ain't going to learn how to swim until you get out of the boat, you know. He, he, he caught her and tried to help her, but I, I had, I thought that was pretty bad, but the eagle, the eagle tries to, um, Make his catches this thing to say they said he'll swoop under it and pick it up, let it ride back up to the nest and he'll throw it out again. Uh, and you got to learn how to fly. You got to learn how to fly. You got to learn how to have faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. I may have that time or two tonight. Amen. Amen. So. Paul is writing to the church in Rome, and uh, I think it was a, it was mostly a a, a, a a what we would call a a Jewish church. Much of it was at the time, Amen. But we got to grasp what God is trying to do. I believe I, I believe, brothers sisters, many of the t- trials and tests that we just uh, go through or, and. And sometimes we fail a test. Is God trying to increase our faith? Peter, God invited him to walk on the water. And Peter failed because his faith failed him. Why did he doubt? He made, why did why didst thou doubt? Wherefore didst thou doubt? Amen. And one of the best matches of, amen, of these texts is, is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I will turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and I will read a couple of verses of Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 6. Therefore, we are always confident. And this is Paul writing to this, this church. And you... Uh, it might be well. I, sometimes I, when I'm reading the Bible, I just you know going from chapters to chapters and book to book. I never I never go back and start reading the uh, introductions to those sometimes. But it'd be good to just know what all the church of Corinth was was about and what how Paul had to deal with situations. In verse number six, he says, "Therefore we are always confident, knowing that while we are." At home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, amen, and to be present with the Lord. A man that said, there's a better life waiting on me, Amen. And I have a desire to depart, amen, from this world. Amen. Paul was, Paul was hungering to get to God, either down here working with the Lord or up there enjoying eternity. 
Amen. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. Thank you. Amen. There's, there, there's, there's got to be a faith-building situation. That's what we need to work on. And I don't mean try to put yourself in such situations so you can see. But when God promises you to do something, just, just say, I'm going to hold on to it and believe. And then... Uh, I uh, I don't know. Excuse me. I forgive me. It's not in my notes or even thought. But uh, there is a, prayers of Jabez, and I, I enjoy reading some of that prayers of Jabez. Have you ever read any, any of those books by by what is it Wilk, Wilkerson, Wilkerson? Yeah. Uh, but I've I've read them, and I thought it's just bless me, bless me, bless me. And I, that, that, that just said, well, now, I, we all need that blessing, but we just don't know to say, Lord, bless me. Amen. I don't think it impresses God as, as much as, Lord, I want you to bless somebody else. Amen. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Amen. Lord, touch, we have, we have prayer requests tonight. And because we're praying for people that are sick, we're praying for people that has circumstances in their life. Amen. And, uh, and uh, I, uh, I, I just don't read the prayers of Jabez anymore. Forgive me if uh, you think I ought to read them because uh, I guess I got, a, I got this mindset or thought that uh, he, he needs to write a book on praying for others. And us too, huh? But Paul was saying, I, I've got confidence. Death is not something that I fear. Death is something that I am so excited about. And I am not saying now that I have the same feelings Brother, Brother Paul had. <laughs> Hello? Because uh, we, we, have a, we have a tendency to feel like that we haven't finished our work down here. Is that is that about the thing that we feel like? I'm 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 not where I need to be. Amen. Now this verse of scripture. Amen. And it says, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for." Excuse me. I'm I, I flipped my pages here. Too much. I'm I, I flipped too many pages here. Amen. Peter's first step of faith, amen. Second, second uh, Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. He worked, started walking by faith, but he allowed the circumstances to cause him to lose faith. Why? Why did he allow the circumstances to cause him to lose faith? Because he got out of the faith and what the Lord had said unto the natural life. Now, when storms comes up, there's naturally waves. It was, it was nothing, just normal stuff, right? And he started doubting what God had said or just allowed it to be overridden by his own fear of the, of the, of the, of the waves that were being flashed. Amen. 
Praise God. Amen. James, the first chapter. I'm going to read quite a number of passages of Scripture tonight. And uh, we'll just kind of go along with them. James chapter 1 and verse number 5 says it like this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and it braideth not and it shall be given him. Now it, it's not going to put algebra in your brain. <laughs> it's not going to you know, look at a book and say, I, I need to know what's in this book. It's, it's not, that's not what he's talking about. But the wisdom, understanding by faith. I have a feeling everything's going to be all right was a song. Amen. By Walt Mills. And I, it's, it, was, it's, it was played quite along and I enjoyed it because I, I feel like that's what we have to feel. We got to, think, we got to feel that everything's going to be all right. Amen. Amen. That's not the world that everything's going to be all right in our life. Amen. It's, it's, we, we have tests that we have to pass. We have things that we have to go through, you know, situations, circumstances. Amen. Verse number six, James chapter one, verse six. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the waves of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And uh, James was saying, as he was writing this book, now, uh, I, don't know where, I don't know where I'm right or not, but I read several different uh, commentaries on it. James is very possibly, it was written around 45 BC, AD. That is about 11 years to 12 years after, after Pentecost, chapter 2, the birth of the church. None other of the books were written when James was talking here. It's according, to, according to the historians, he is the first book in the New Testament to be written. And he said, we walk by faith and not by sight. And, and uh, you know, let, let him that ask in faith, nothing wavering, but he that wavereth is like, it's like the waves that Peter got hung up on. Hello? Amen? He, uh, he started seeing the circumstances, and there's where we sometimes turn to the natural and lose faith in the promises of God. Peter turned to the natural. Amen. Waves are natural with storms. And James is saying it. If, if we doubt, it's just like the waves of the sea. We're tossed about. We're, we, we want to do something for God. We're wanting to walk with the Lord. We're wanting to pray for this to happen. And, and none of us, I don't think, it can, can say that every time we have prayed for something, it happened. Like we want it to happen. But you know what Jesus told us? Amen. Revelation, just keep on knocking. Keep on knocking. Amen. When, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's trying to get, trying to get into the Laodicean church. Amen. Amen. James, James says wisdom or knowledge can be sought amen, for and received from the Lord if there is a purpose of spiritual directions 
I'll I, I tell you what, I've, I've, I've allowed my mind many times to lose track of what God was leading, guiding. And I suppose that most all of us have, by some circumstances that happen, amen, outside of studying and whatever, and, and all of a sudden we were, we were drawn away in our minds, and I couldn't come back. I, some, of my, some of my best sermons, some of my best sermons I've never preached because I didn't get up and write them down when God spoke to me about them. And I guarantee you most preachers here have, have done the same thing. If you hadn't, you will. Amen. Amen. Verse number seven, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Now James is, I mean, he, he, hit, he, hit, he hit pretty hard there. Don't think you're going to get anything from God if you don't ask any faith. Without doubting. Without being shaken by circumstance. Amen. Verse number eight. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I like the, I like this, the uh, scripture that Jesus asked him to believe. He said, Lord, I believe, but help thou mine unbelief. <laughs> Have you ever prayed that prayer like that? I believe in you, but help me to believe in you. Help me to believe what you said. Help me to believe in your promises. Amen. Praise God. Nothing wavering. That's the key to the success of our praying. Amen. I, I forget that one. I, I could tell you... Tell you, I've heard, I've told it probably several times myself. James, James goes on to say, if you want to just turn the page, James chapter 2 and verse 14. James chapter 2 and verse 14. He says, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Uh-oh. Now, this, this is in the Bible, too, you know. One of the most famous preachers that ever lived said, the book of James is nothing but hay. But uh, James has got some things to say that, that needs to perk up our ears. What, what is it going to profit, my brethren, if though a man say he has faith? But he is not acting upon that. That's works. He's not acting on his faith. If I was to say this, uh, this uh, wall is going to, or top's going to fall in here in five minutes, and we've got about five minutes to get out of here. If you don't believe me, you'd be out of here in five minutes. If you didn't believe me, you'd say, I don't want to see it. Amen. That's, that's us. That's us. When Jesus says something, we need to be obedient. The disciples obeyed the Lord. They got in the boat, sailed off, even though you'd like to find out what kind of conversation they had. How come he would send us away? We're supposed to be following him, and he ain't 
following with us. You know, he sent us on. Yeah, he, he probably knew the storm was coming. Yeah, he sure did. He knew the storm was coming. But he wanted them to have some faith. And, and it was a good teaching moment for them. That's what, as I said a while ago at the very beginning of this, many, many times when you're reading, you've got to think, why is this in the Bible? Why did Jesus say this? Or why did Jesus do this? But basically, why did Jesus ask questions? And this is a question. Why, why are you, did you doubt? Amen. And James here says, if a brother or a sister be naked and destitute and of daily food, and one of you say to them, depart in peace, be thou warm and filled, notwithstanding, ye have given them no, the, not those things which were needful to, to the body. What doth that profit? Well, I just told him, well, Lord bless you. I sure hope you find a place to sleep tonight. Or help you fool you. Sure hope you find a coat somewhere. Whatever. You know, what, what, what kind of profit did you give to them? That's what he was saying. What, what kind of reward are you going to get for that? Even so, faith, if it has not works, it's, it's, it's dead being alone. Amen. Faith has got to be something that works. And Matt said, when faith has got to be something that works, faith has got to be something that happens. It, um, it, it's going to do something. It's going to stand away or something. I could probably, I'm sure it would be somewhat boring, but I could tell you many times that I know and I've drove down the road crying many a time, knowing that God intervened in my situation or answered a prayer or spoke to me about something that, uh, that helped me, saved me, or gave me spiritual directions. And you just got to thank him for it. Amen. And, uh, and, and that's work. Faith. When you have faith in God and see him do the work, that's a building your faith. That's building praise to him. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without the works, and I will show you, I will show thee my faith by my works. Now, I'm going to pause one more time here and say, James, how many know who James' kinfolks was? James was Jesus' half-brother. James was the, the, what we would call the general superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church of the Jerusalem. <laughs> he, uh, James is a man that historians would say that his knees were like cow's hoof or camel's hoof because he was on them so much and he's praying as, as the disciples were going out into the fields and preaching around the world, James was in Jerusalem praying for all of them. 
Historians will tell you that the very marble floors, they wasn't wood floors or carpet floors, but the very marble that he prayed with his prayer times, he meant for the church that he was overseeing. He was, the, he was given the control of the church while the disciples dispersed. That the marble was worn down from his knees. Well, because he prayed very vehemently. And so, uh, I, I, you know, I, I like what James says sometimes because I think, I think he's prayerfully prayed about it before he writ, wrote. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Healing comes by prayer. Faith. Amen. Faith has got to be involved in all aspects of our life and ministry. You're here tonight because you have faith in believing. I hope you had faith in believing that God's going to speak to you tonight or you're going to get something from the word of the Lord. But you're here because you know that Jesus Christ is the only hope of salvation for all of us. I mean, you believe that, yeah? That's faith. That's faith. That's, that's why you keep coming back. That's why we keep, amen, and, 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 and peace people, when they, when they fail God and they walk out of the church, they lose faith. If they could keep their faith, they, they would not walk out of church. Am I making sense? I am. Amen. That's, that's the key to your continually walking with the Lord and serving the Lord. Amen. And I'm going to read verse 18 and 19. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Thou believest in one God? Thou believest in one God? Amen. Believest thou that there is one God? Thou dost well. But the devil does that and trembles every time he thinks about it. Right. I, I, I added that to the scripture there. I'm sorry. But um, the devil believes and trembles. He knows. Amen. And, and, and the guy that's saying this is a half-brother to Jesus. That, that tells you a lot, too. Isn't it? Yes. Amen. Yeah, believe in one God, thou doest well. The devil believes and trembles. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? It basically tells me, I mean, I'm going to leave it this way. Faith without action is dead. If you believe in something and you don't, t uh, don't, do something about it. So we're talking about the fall, the ceiling falling in. If you sit back in the back pew here and say, I know, I know Jesus is, he's my only savior. And you don't do something about it. It's dead faith. It didn't get you anywhere. Every one of you are believers. But you got to put it to work. 
by obeying, obeying what he's asked for us and what he's did for us and what he's laid down for us to do. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Among many Bible scholars, amen, well, excuse me, places James as the very first book, amen. And uh, James chapter 1 and verse 22, but be that doer of the word and not just a hearer only, for you're deceiving your own self. James 1, 22. If, you, if, if, you're, if you're a believer and you don't do anything about it, you're just, a, you're just trying to deceive yourself. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Savior. Well, do something about it. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer of it, he is likened unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Just as soon as he walks out, I mean, just he, he beholdeth himself. He, and he goes away and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. Just like I was so under conviction I had to walk out because I just couldn't take more. I was felt so bad that I didn't want to hear any more. I knew I needed to go to the altar. I needed to pray or I needed to seek God. Amen. But uh, I, uh, I, when I have a more convenient season, I will call for you. Thanks to Brother Harrelson and his teaching the other night. Yep, we're, we're prone to put off. And basically, James is saying, that faith ain't doing you no good. Because you knew what you ought to do, so forth. Amen. For if, if any of you, he be a hearer of the word only and not a doer of the word, he is likened unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass, behold him, and beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what he, and whoso looketh unto the perfect law of liberty, salvation, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, that man shall be blessed in, in his deeds. Praise God. Do something about what you know you need to do. If you want to have any success or faith or whatever you have in God, it's got to have some action to it. And I'm trying to make some sense out of that, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, let me just let's read to... Uh, uh, Paul in Ephesians chapter 6 and uh, verse 16. I hope that I'm having some things to say here that would, we're talking about faith. We're talking about something that everybody needs and must have. Amen. Or they'll be sinking, floundering, whatever. Peter's faith failed him. You've got to know that. He, Peter's faith failed him because he started, took his eyes off Jesus and started looking at the circumstances. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Above all, take the shield of faith. 
Amen. Whereby ye, ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the shield of faith. We've got the sword of the Spirit. We've got these things, but amen. Anything that's trying to cause us attacking our faith in God, amen. We've got to let the shield of faith. I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to let the devil win. Amen. Why, if you was a Christian like you're supposed to be, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, have you, have you ever, if Dale ever talked to you like that? We allow the devil to take our faith, take a faith away from us sometimes by trying to throw doubts in our minds, questions in our minds. Amen. I'm going to tell you, I, I, if, I believe in divine healing. I believe in God's healing. You know why? Because God's healed me okay. several times. Okay. And I've, I've prayed for people that was healed. And if I never see another one or hear of another one, I'm still going to believe that God's able to heal right. and I won't know why he's not right. or why we're not where we need to be or why we can't, can't see them. Amen. Jesus, and, and I'm going to get off the subject a little bit, but I, I believe that, as I said a while ago, you've got to find out what the Lord was doing. Many, many, many of the healings that the Lord did was for one purpose. Now, I can't say all the healings, but for one purpose, and that was to cause people to have faith in his salvation, follow him and believe in that he had the power and there was something. You know, Nicodemus, we know that you're a teacher come from God. Nobody can do these things except God with him. You, nobody can have these miracles following him. Something, something here is, there's a connection between you and God. Amen. Jesus healed, and he, Jesus, well, let, let, let's just throw, the, throw it right back to where our, actually our, our text started in, in, in Matthew. Jesus had just fed 5,000 people. And, you know, if you read on to John, read John's uh, uh, story about the feeding, amen. When they got back to Capernaum, people would come there following him. And Jesus told them, you, you're not following me because you have faith in me. You're following because the loaves and the fishes. Well, Moses gave them food. Yeah, yeah Moses did. But, uh, but they were only asking for, give me another meal. That was a good steak. That was a, that was a good meal. And... Uh, as long as, as, as long as you can feed us, we'll follow. Uh, that, was, that was just what was in their minds. He was, he was more than just trying to feed them. He was trying to give them a faith that would save them. Amen. God's done a lot for me that, that I know it wasn't, a, wasn't some uh, great supernatural thing, but he, he was just, he just did things for me to just help my faith, increase my faith. And don't, I'm not going to tell you I got much, but I, I'm thankful to God. I'm thankful to God. Amen. 
Hebrews chapter 1. And everybody can quote that one, I think. I've heard preachers preach it. Uh, amen. I've got this all wrong now. Excuse me. Chapter 11. I got just one one here, and I'm supposed to have two ones. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, it's the evidence of things not seen. And then he goes on with, by faith, the elders, and so on. That's the faith chapter of Hebrews. But he was basically saying faith is something you can hang on to when you can't see it or whatever. But it works, brothers and sisters. Faith works. Amen. It's the substance of things hoped for. And uh, I've heard a lot of preachers preach on the substance or whatever, but, um, but whatever. Now faith. Now faith. It says faith now. If you got faith now, it's going to be it's going to be something that you can whatever. I'm going to read you different translations of the Bible on that one verse of scripture. It says now faith is the assurance. This is the authorized standard version of the Bible. Say faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Amen. We have a we we have faith in things that uh, well uh, I'm just going to use I'm just going to use this for for a, an example. I, uh, I my son sometimes he's he flying over from Romania and says he'll be in Atlanta at a certain time a certain flight and so forth, and I go up there. He ain't there. I go start looking at the sky. Comes in, lands. He wasn't in that one. But I'm going to stay there and look. Because he said he was coming in on a certain flight. Now, is that, is, that, is that a dumb statement? When Jesus says something, I just can't believe it's going to happen to me. I don't know where it's real or not, but I, I, I just don't think that he's going to touch me, guide me. I want to tell you something. There's lots of people that's prayed at this, these altars. I want the Lord to fill me with the Spirit. And I've been over here and prayed myself many times. And when I got through praying, I didn't feel like I got what I asked for, but I came back again and again and again. And we got people that's doubting or fearful or I don't think that God wants to do me. I don't think he wants to fill me with the Spirit. I don't think he wants to guide me. I don't, I don't think he... I don't think he really likes me. I wonder. And come on. 
I'm, a, I'm talking about faith tonight, and I hope that I'm just making some statements that, that will strike a chord in your minds that we've got to just trust and trust and trust and believe if he said it, if God said it. Why can't we believe it? Amen. Bar's translation of bearers, amen, by, by faith, amen, forms a solid ground for which we hope for. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. Amen. By faith, it makes a solid ground which we can stand on, believe. That's it's, uh, the uh, Bar's translation. Uh, modern translation, modern English translation says, now faith is the title deed of things hoped for. Title deeds. If you got a title deed, you go down and tell them, folks, I own this house. I've got a deed to this place. And the government, the law is going to back me up. And you've got to move out. All right. That's the modern translation. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it's impossible to please God. Oh, my. These are some scriptures, brethren, that faith is, faith is wrapped around the fulfillment of whatever has been promised to you. Paul addressed the Roman church in chapter 4. And I will begin reading at verse number 1. What shall we say then? That Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, have found. Now, what are we going to say about Abraham, our father, our father Abraham, you know? Let's just talk about what he found. Now, this is not in the law. It wasn't the law. But he found this trust in God. For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath wherefore to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God and he was counted unto him for righteousness. Abraham was a righteous man because he believed what God said. Get out of your country. Go to this land, I'll show you. And he journeyed all of his life looking for a city and never found it until he died. Amen. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of, of grace, but, of, but of, of doubt or debt. But to him, but to, to, to Abraham, that worketh not, but believed on him that justified the ungodly by faith, amen, is counted for righteousness. And what, are, what the key is, when God says something, write it down. It's true what he said. And number two, we can expect him to fulfill his promise. 
that's why we're here today because I believe we're getting close to the end of time. And, and we, uh, we need to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen. Chapter, Romans chapter 4 and verse 1 through 3. I get wrote down here. It says, Abraham believed God. Abraham trusted God. Abraham had faith in God. And he walked by faith, journeying. Amen. And all the time, all the time he was going, walking by faith, and God was walking with him. Amen. Number, uh, part three of my lesson tonight is faith is essential for prayer. And that's as far as I won't get tonight, as far as uh, context. But when we pray, we've got to believe what we're praying for. Amen. I'm going to turn to Mark chapter 11. And I, Mark chapter 11. And I will read a few verses of scripture here. And, um, it, it, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's necessary for us to somehow say, I want to take some of these examples or whatever tonight and uh, start exercising in them. Amen. Mark chapter 11 and verse number 20, is, it, it says it like this. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw a fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter called to remembrance what he, and said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Now Jesus went by the fig tree and he couldn't find fruit on it. He said, Let no fruit bear on it. He cursed the fig tree. And the next day, amen, they look, wow. It, Jesus noticed the fig tree that you cursed, which you said it wasn't going to bear no fruit, you cursed it. Dried up and died. And Jesus said, answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou moved and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which were said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Praise God. Now, I've heard a lot of people talk about, and I, I'm not going to do much arguing with them. Well, that was just, that was not a real true mountain. That was, that was not a dirt mountain. That was one of those things that you feel like you, it's, it's a problem, you can't solve it. You've got any mountains that you can't climb, you can't get over saying it was some situation that was impossible in your own personal life, in your mind, in your heart. I don't know. But I am telling you, Jesus said it was a mountain. Which it, whether it was, whether it was a, a mountain of problems in your, in your mind or whether it was really a dirt bag. I remember, I remember 60 nearly 70 years ago, a preacher came to our church and he was just an old, old-timey preacher. And he said, he said this, 
he said, if you see a mountain or if you see something that's it's impossible, you know, he said, I want you to imagine that mountain was nothing but gunpowder. And all you have to do is strike a match. It's gone. And what he was teaching is, if you've got faith to believe, amen, God can make that mountain a molehill. He can make that mountain a, a, an explosive conditions or whatever. Amen. He can depart the waters. We may, may talk about that. Amen. People was, people, they was arguing with Moses. They were coming against him. And, and God was following, or excuse me, Moses was following God. And they were wanting to, he said, you brought us out here, there wasn't enough graves in, in Egypt for us? You know, and you brought us out here to die in the deserts and whatever. And the Lord said, Moses, just, just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. The next words were, God, when God was speaking to him, he said, move forward, tell the Pope to move forward and lift up your rod. Just hold your rod up. I want to tell you something. Can you believe that Moses rode his rod and the dark waters departed? Can you believe then Jesus said, you got a mountain? Come on. Our problem is our lack of faith when we read the Bible and read over it and we don't really take it to something, situation and apply it to circumstances in our own life. Amen. We just believe God used to do this. I'm going to say God can do it right now. Praise the Lord. Lord God, I don't know what situation or circumstances in this, in this auditorium right now is. But there is not one of them that you're not capable, able. And I feel like sometimes desiring to most of them, many of them, Lord, is faith builders to us. And if we would just take by faith and believe that, hey, this is going to turn out to glory. This is going to be a, this is going to be a blessing Amen. In, in, in the tomorrows of our life, this is going to be a help in someone else to, to, to walk by faith. Amen. I don't know, God, what any of us are thinking or, God, where we are. But I do know, Lord, your word is, is, is truth. And I've got to have faith in what you've said. Amen. To believe that you've never made a promise that you weren't capable of keeping if we allow you. Come on, Peter. Come on, Peter. If you want to, come on. But Lord, one of these great men, Peter, I know he wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit. I know that he wasn't, he, he, he had some rough places in his life. I, I know that. But he kept hanging around you long enough that he could be challenged when he saw the lame man at the gate. I ain't got nothing to give you but, but such as I have. I ain't got no silver or gold, but I've got something. I got something. I've got something. Jesus, help us to walk by faith and trust in you. We'll never fail.
In your name we ask, Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you.